Hello, warriors. Welcome to Talk Is War, live from the war zone with your hosts, Alpha Z, Switchblader, and Hades. Thank you guys for joining us this evening. Uh, sorry about not making a, uh, a video, yes, er, a video, not doing a recording yesterday. We got a little caught up with something, but we are doing this on our, on our alternative date, so yippee. So, let's go ahead and get started, guys. Let's go ahead and take it right into the news of the wrestling world. Alexa Bliss is set to announce the Money in the Bank participants. Um, this was from ProWrestling.com. It says that Alexa Bliss announced on Twitter that she will be revealing the Money in the Bank participants on Monday during Raw. And the announcement is set to take place in the Moment of Bliss segment. Uh, the former Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion Monday Night Raw talk show has um, kind of become one of the highlights of uh, Monday Night Raw, I think. What do you guys think? Uh, it's it's okay. It, it, she's had some few few uh, uh, guests, but, you know, there's been some interesting moments on there. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it'd be, it's very interesting to actually hear from her finding out what who are the participants going to be in the Money in the Bank. Is this just for the women or just for both men and women? Ah, okay, okay. No, I was asking, is it for both men and women or is it just women? Oh, you're asking. Um, well, she said plural, so this kind of indicates that it's both men and women, but I think it's going to be women. It just, you know, because Alexa Bliss, so. Um, alright, more news for you. Oh, Joey Ryan has officially become a free agent, and WWE is currently interested in this. Well, this is kind of odd, because, I mean, they always say anything can happen in the WWE, but Joey Ryan, he's like a non-PG-era wrestler. Like, I mean, you know, the lollipop thing, and the grease, and the strange 70s porno tat. Or not tattoo, fucking body hair, you know. Um, they didn't really give him an initial offer, but they did reach out to him after the word got out that he was a free agent, and he asked if he was willing to move to Orlando. And they said he could wrestle for a few years with them and then move into a coaching role. Now, I don't really think that... I don't really think that he needs really a coaching role. He's a really great professional wrestler, you know, competing uh, against the likes of Marty the Moth Martinez, uh, Brian Cage, and um, uh, Prince Puma, or, or also known as Ricochet. Uh, multiple, uh, don't, doesn't he have his own promotion? Yeah, it's um, Bar Room Wrestling. So, yeah, yeah. It's a bar that him and his, I think, wife? Something like that. Own they do? Yeah, it's some. It's been on being the elite. I mean, the elite have gone there before. Yeah, yeah, and he's been on, uh, he's been on, uh, PWG, Lucha Underground, and, uh, Impact, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. he started early in his career. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, Joey Ryan, congratulations on being a free agent, and hopefully you'll come to WWE, because you're a very, uh, talented individual. NXT has officially released Shadia Basai. So uh, forget, forgive me if I pronounce that uh, last name wrong. 
Um, this was the woman that wasn't in the Mae Young Classic, but she was an interviewer. Um, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what, um, how, what, what kind of work she did. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really familiar with her, but didn't you say she was trained, uh, she was trained by Kali? No, that was a different person. I, when I saw the picture of her, I was thinking maybe it was the same uh, girl, but no, it uh, wasn't. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it says she didn't wrestle any live events, but she did some work as a backstage interviewer for the Mae Young Classic, uh, which I just said. And uh, she was the first Arab female wrestler from the Middle East to sign with WWE. That's a very big accomplishment. I'm not, um, it doesn't exactly say why she was released, but um, let's hope she makes a comeback to a different promotion. May e maybe AEW? Perhaps. Possibly. Possibly. So, um, let's hope we see her in the future. And, uh, let's get one more news story for you. Uh, WWE is freezing Luke Harper's contract. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar with this, uh, I believe last week he requested his release. Um, but, uh, it doesn't look like he's leaving anytime soon. Because, um, what exactly happens when they freeze a contract is that when they just like not let any let any time elapse through it or no it's basically when they freeze your contract that means you will not be able to sign like make a statement or make um you know sign a resignation or i don't know if i was saying that correct but like basically saying you want your release you can't do that and you can't quit wow. so they're basically gonna hold you until they feel like Unless things change, uh -huh. or they could put something else in yeah, to yeah. better the contract. And, th and this usually happens when uh, people are unhappy and they usually ask for their release. But if WWE wants to keep them around, or they give them a promise, or they give them a title shot, this is what usually happens. The so. reason why behind this, I bet they're doing this, is because they have been losing some of their people. They really have. And they uh, that is a very interesting point. Um, they're scared. Within a few... Uh, like, just a few months with AEW on the horizon, we lost people like uh, Goldust. Uh, the Revival once requested their um, uh, their releases, but I guess they didn't get it granted. Uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis tried to, but um, I guess that didn't work either. And um, I think that's all I can think of right now, but uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. But it says here that um, the company will be adding six months after November, which means he will not be able to leave until 2020 because his contract was set to expire in November. And they are exercising a clause that allows them to add time to his deal because he was out for a few months due to a wrist injury. Okay, so that this is why they're doing it. Well, um, Luke, I know you weren't exactly happy with your position for a very long time. I hope you get what you deserve. I really do. You, you're probably one of the most talented wrestlers I've seen during the uh, post-Ruthless Aggression era, and I really hope uh, wherever you go, if, if it's WWE, if it's AEW, if it's uh, Lucha Underground, wherever, I hope they treat you the way that you are meant to be treated. You are a very talented individual. And um, last one for you. Sorry, did I say that one was the last one? But uh, I don't know if I did. But um, 
Charlotte Flair is responding to rumors saying that she is not engaged to Andrade. Okay, I didn't really know this was a rumor, but apparently uh, there were reports speculating uh, the relationship between Andrade, Cien Almas, and, um, well, Charlotte Flair. And I guess it's not true. So, okay, that's, that's cool. And um, that looks like it for, um, for our news of today. So uh, let us know what you guys think. And now we are moving on to On This Day in Wrestling History. You guys know how it goes. Uh, Switchblader, go ahead and take it away for us with the first one. Oh, sorry, this one right here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, 15 years ago today, David Arquette. Arquette defeated Eric Bischoff to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. I've never heard of that man. Uh, David Arquette was an actor who uh, got a celebrity oh. role on uh, on WCW uh, during the 90s, I believe, and somehow won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship off of Eric Bischoff. So, okay. Um, Hades, go ahead and read our second one for us right there. All right, guys. 15 years ago. To, oh, no. no. That other one. Other one. All right, guys. Happy. This was the other day, so that's oh, why it says okay. belated. So this is, yeah, this was yesterday. Okay, happy belated 42nd birthday to John Cena, a 16-time world champion and one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Yes, and I, I definitely believe that. I, really? Yeah, totally, man. He's like, I think he's like, um, he's got to be at least up there on the Mount Rushmore wrestling. I mean... He, he's up there. I don't think he's like Hulk Hogan great, but he's certainly up there. Like, he's close, you know? Hulk Hogan's a god, but John Cena could be like... He's he's the Roosevelt. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say that. So Hulk Hogan is like... George Washington. George Washington and um, fucking John Cena is like Lincoln. Yeah, that... Yeah, okay. Very well said, Switchblade. And um, that is it for On This Day in Wrestling History. Uh, Let us know, guys, uh, what you think about um, On This Day in Wrestling History, what you think about David Arquette winning WCW World Heavyweight Championship, even though he wasn't a professional wrestler. (laughs) And um, do you think that John Cena should have a happy 42nd birthday? Let us know. And now we are moving on to our two topics of today. This was submitted to us via email and these two topics are lucha underground and our favorite money in the bank moments uh there's been a lot over the past few years of uh money in the bank ladder matches i believe the first one came at like 2005 so it was at wrestlemania 20 yeah that's it that's it because edge won it so it's been a very long time since it's been introduced uh some great names such as john cena the rated R superstar Edge, uh, Baron Corbin, and uh, even the Celtic warrior Sheamus have won the Money in the Bank briefcase. So let us know what your favorite moment is, or let us know what your favorite um, favorite um, winner is. Wait, did I say winner? Or did? Okay, sorry. Let me let me say that again. Let us know what your favorite, who your favorite winner is, and what your favorite moment of Money in the Bank is. And it doesn't even have to be a ladder match. If it was just on the pay-per-view, you can tell us that, too. And um, 
Then our second topic, Lucha Underground, uh, course being introduced in 2014, and uh, kind of making a big name for itself in uh, the world of professional wrestling, especially for all the indie fans. So um, let us know what you guys think about Lucha Underground. We want to hear you guys speak. And um, okay, I guess we'll go ahead and get started here. Um, any of you want to go first? Uh, we'll be talking about uh, Money in the Bank ladder match moments, our favorite. Uh, is it just the moment? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go with mine. Okay, Hades, go ahead. Okay, so I actually have mine pulled up. Mine would have to be when Kofi, Kofi Kingston in 2010 performs... Oh, I can pull it up on here. The best... Can continue. Performs a fantastic boom drop from a 20-foot ladder onto Drew McIntyre through an announcer table. Oh, what? Really? I don't I don't think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here, let me pull it up here. Let me pull it up here. Um I didn't I didn't really uh get that much into pay-per-views during 2010, Just, but um You're going to have to look up Money in the 2010, Bank. 2010, Money in the Bank. Here we go. That one. Ah, look at this. I got to see this. Okay. And uh if you guys want to find this uh it is on YouTube. I'm not sure who the user is, but we'll be showing you the audio so we will not get a copyright claim. Oh, wow. Do you kind of miss those tights on Drew? The Scottish no. flag? I, it kind of suits him. I like Drew's new look. I mean, I like it too, but I just kind of miss this kind of attire. It, That's a 20-foot run. Yeah, man. Wait for it. No, oh, that was awesome. Kofi didn't win in 2010. No, he but did. this is still my favorite moment. Still an amazing moment, definitely, definitely. I'm not exactly sure who won um, 2010 won. But I believe it was Orton. Might be, might be. It's not really saying saying anything, but... Okay, very good pick, very good pick. Um, do you want to go ahead and tell us yours, Switchblader? Uh, sure. Okay, go um, ahead and tell us your favorite Money in the Bank moment. My favorite Money in the Bank moment would have to go all the way back to WrestleMania 23. And it was when Jeff Hardy literally had the chance to win the Money in the Bank contract. <laughs> but his brother literally kept telling him, jump on edge. Just jump on edge, and of course, you know, know Jeff being, the, of course, you know, Jeff being the daredevil and always want to give it to the fans, he jumps off the ladder, lands on edge, where it literally takes both him and edge out of the match, and I still think, to this day, that is one of the greatest Money in the Bank moments ever. And we have a audio clip for you. I don't believe I remember this, but let's go ahead and play it anyway. You can see Matt antagonizing the hell out of him. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if this um, if this kind of plays into it, but Matt and Edge like really hated each other, especially since Edge got him fired. You know, so um, Matt got himself fired. Edge just made the complaint. Ca- ca- I mean, kinda. kinda He's got to be one of the greatest Daredevils of all time, though. Oh my god. He broke man. the ladder. Yeah, man. Jeez, he's out. Matt, get the thing. Breaking his tailbone, man. That'd break your ass in half. 
Oh, man, great pick, great pick. Uh, my favorite, Alpha Z, my favorite has got to be, um, I'm not really sure which one this was, but I do remember the moment, uh, Seamus powerbombing Sin Cara through the fucking ladder. Uh, let, me, let me search it up. This was uh, the 2011 Money in the Bank, so this is kind of in the same era as uh, we're talking about. Let's see this. Uh, it was just a pretty solid-ass moment, you know? Yeah, he, he's kind of on a hiatus right now, but damn, just... Remember the tag team? Oh, uh, the tag team with oh yeah, that was... Uh, when they um, had both of them? The Lucha, the Lucha Dragons. It was him and Kalisto. Yeah. They were in NXT. They dressed the same fucking way. Yeah, yeah, they, they won... Um, did they win NXT Tag Champs? Uh, I yes. believe, yeah. One time. They won the NXT Tag Champs. Didn't really get their spot on uh, Tag Team Gold in WWE. They were very close. Very close uh, a couple of times. They but were on SmackDown one time. No, they were on both shows. They're, no, it was it was before the brand split. But um, they were, I think they were on SmackDown before after the brand split. I'm pretty sure something something happened they to them. They were on there for a bit and then they separated. Yeah. So let us know what or you guys think. Callisto's not. What? Callisto went to 205 Live, I believe. It was before 205 came about. Wait. Kalisto went... Kalisto was... Oh, no, he went to SmackDown. Because then he got the United States Championship push, from, I believe. From Ryback, yeah, at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, and then he went against, like, Del Rio and Rusev and all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sankara was on Raw. Uh, though not much was said about Sankara, though. And then something kind of happened, and he got injured, and... It was a match with Baron Corbin. Yeah, something like that. And then... He's just Does doing house shows. Else remember the Mexican leap to where we saw like thirty Mexican wrestlers all at the same time? I just enter Raw and SmackDown. I don't think I remember. Um, I mean, I know we've had uh, they've had a lot of Mexicans come on the show, but you know, Lucha Libre, man. But um, that is it, guys, for our um, Money in the Bank. Our first topic, but our Money in the Bank moments. Let us know what you guys think about our picks, and let us know your favorites. And now we are going to be talking about our second topic of today, and that is Lucha Underground. Let us know what you guys think about Lucha Underground. Um, who wants to go first? Um, uh, we're just going to be talking about it in general, that's all. Okay. Okay. Go Give right ahead. Switch okay. later. Um, okay. Can With I take it? Sure. Thank you, bro. Um, with Lucha Underground, it's it's very different. It's got that underground vibe to it, almost like how ECW was, except it's hyped up a little bit more, and they've you know kind of changed the game with certain matches that you know we would have seen in ECW, but they put their own twist onto it. Like, what's the one match called? The Death Match. Um. Which one are you talking about? The the, ain't there a death match that they do in Lucha Underground? Oh, man, they've done a lot. Um, they had this one called a Sierra Miedo, uh, Sierra that's, Miedo match. That's but, what um, I mean. Sierra they Mendo. Ha, they yeah. have Mexican death matches. They have um, no. They have last man standing. It's it's kind of like ECW, but it's more of a Lucha hype. Yeah, and it, it's so awesome. And it, it, it keep, keep on going. I'll, I'll talk about it when it's my turn. <laughs> but, I mean, it's very incredible. And, you know, they've had former stars from many companies, some from ROH, some from WWE at one point, some from Impact. 
and some of them have actually, you know, went from Lucha Underground to other promotions by doing freelancing or free agency, mm-hmm. basically. But still, I mean, it brings like a new generation in. It brings like a new vibe, but it still brings some of the old vibe into it, also from yeah, different yeah, promotions. Yeah, definitely. I see what you. I see what you mean. But that's what I have to say about Lucha Underground, and I hope it still keeps going, and hopefully we see something new. Very good. Very well said, Switchblader. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about um, Lucha Underground. I am a huge fan of it. Um, I I kind of saw ads for it on TV whenever I was, uh, I think I was watching Raw a couple of times, and they yeah, just started playing. Network. Yeah, and it, they, were, uh, they were doing it. Um, ads for the Yale Ray Network, and I was like, yeah, it looks kind of interesting. I never really got to see it, though, because it, um, it would never come on, and then I figured out there were seasons. So I'm like, oh, shit, I need to watch this in order, you know, just to you know, get caught up, because it was just starting out then. Yeah. And then I figure out it's on Netflix. So I watched the entire first and second season, and I fell in love. It's, it's just... I, actually, I think it took me one episode to fall in love, but first and... The first and second season uh, were the only two seasons they put on Netflix, and I watched them all, and they were fucking amazing, man. People like Rey Mysterio, uh, Johnny Mundo, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Blue Demon Jr. Um, so, uh, Ricochet, when he was Prince Puma, was on there. Um, trying to think more here. Uh, PJ Black, a.k.a. Justin Gabriel. Dead shot. Uh, kill shot. Kill yeah, uh, a.k.a. Shane Strickland. And just so many fucking awesome uh, talent was on that show. And uh, that's kind of where I got influenced uh, with Lucha. Because uh, me, uh, uh, me and Switchblader are training pro wrestlers right now. And I train uh, with the Lucha style. And I, uh, I implement that in my uh, wrestling. And I just really love it. But the, uh, I just really love the style of pretty much everyone that comes in they have really good characters uh very very different storytelling but it's still fucking awesome and uh it's funny at times but it's also very fucking awesome a lot of times and it's just it's so awesome it really is and like you said a lot of people coming from uh ring of honor pro wrestling noah um trying to think more here impact uh pwg so many people from so many different companies coming there to showcase their talent and lucha, and it is fucking awesome. Plus, you can't you can't forget about Matt Stryker and Vampiro on commentary, man. They are a team that you can't fucking beat. So, um, if you guys have ever heard of Lucha Underground, I highly suggest you check it out. You will not regret a single thing. I believe we are on season five with Lucha Underground now. I'm not exactly sure, but. Um, uh, Jack Swagger, a.k.a. Jake Hager, is the Lucha Underground champion right now. So, yeah, that's fucking awesome. So, um, again, highly suggest you guys check it out. I'm sure you can find it illegally off the internet. And it's not on Netflix anymore, which kind of sucks. But, again, you have the internet for a reason. You have YouTube, man. Oh, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, they, uh, some, some people put uh, YouTube videos on there. It's not the best quality, but... You know, Lucha Underground's also put their own stuff on there, the full matches. Of oh, have they? Oh, that's awesome. Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down with you guys one day and 
watch a couple of matches Lucha Underground with you. You, you, you. I feel like you guys miss a lot with it. Well, you've seen a couple with me. I've seen the Sierra Mendo match between Pentagon Jr. and Vampiro. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. Um, I'll, I'll show you some key matches I like, and I'll, I'll see what you guys think. Okay, uh, Hades, you want to go ahead and talk about Lucha Underground? All right, yeah. Um, okay, so I've watched very little of Lucha Underground. I don't know... I don't know the characters, I don't know a lot of the wrestlers, but I appreciate Lucha Underground simply because Lucha Underground, to me, I really like the fact that they follow a storyline fully with their seasons and everything. Also, really, I've always appreciated, like, with ECW, CCW, and I'm hoping AEW pulls this off, too, I've always appreciated the bloody, gory, balls-to-the-wall wrestling promotions. And Lucha provides that tenfold. So, yeah, I, I think Lucha's a great indie promotion. It's smaller. It's very intriguing to watch. They, yeah, yeah. The, it's set up to where anybody can go up to them, say, I want to wrestle with them. Yeah, yeah. And they say, sign this waiver. Yeah. Here's... Here's your money. Yeah, Go. Uh, people, uh, street fighters, MMA fighters, uh, professional wrestlers, any type, you'll pretty much find them. Like, us three could go to California right now, sign up, and be put in the ring yeah. that night. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty awesome. It is. I mean, I'm sure we have to have training somehow, but, you know, still pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think Lucha's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very well said. Hades. Guys, tell us what you think about Lucha Underground. Uh, submit us a voice message, Anchor.fm. Find us on CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. But um, let us know. Let's, let us know. And now we are done with our two topics of today. And now we are moving on to our rumors of the wrestling world. Let's see what we got here. Um, cage side seats. Courtesy, of course. Thank you. Uh, Daniel Bryan was not at SmackDown this week and hasn't been uh, on the road with WWE since WrestleMania 35. It's seeming like they're trying to hide his injury. Um, it, it was rumored that he was injured, and um, I, get, I guess it's true because he hasn't been on TV since. So let's hope that he's all right, and let's hope he makes a speedy recovery back to the ring. And what else here? Okay, now this is starting to get old. Uh, a fan survey shared by Heal by Nature shows WWE listing the War Raiders, the Vic- or the Viking experience, the Viking Raiders, whatever you know, is set another name <laughs> to the Viking Warriors. Why do they keep doing this? Just stop. They're doing it just to piss you off. Because I, I mean... Cause... <laughs> Okay. So, someone, someone from WWE is actually Jesus, listening, man. and they're like, "Huh?" <laughs> War Raiders. Okay, uh, we gotta change that. Uh, it's gotta be uh, the Viking Experience. Oh no, that sounds like a restaurant. Okay, uh, let's change it to the Viking Raiders. Okay, better. Uh, you know what? Let's change it to the Viking Warriors. No, no, you, we don't need to do that. Yeah, let's let's do it anyway. <laughs> I mean, oh god, creative. What are you doing? Or whoever runs this shit, man. The Viking Raiders. Thanks a lot. Oh, man. I mean, it's not that hard. Just change, just change the name to one thing the fans agree with, keep it, and leave it alone. 
that's the fa- it. The fans like the War Raiders. I, yeah, we <laughs> we like the War Raiders. Apparently, they don't. We hated the Viking experience. We like the Viking Raiders, but the Viking Warriors. I mean, how many more names do you need? They're trying to find that right name. I mean, just that perfect. P- just name. pick one, Jesus. I mean, we don't have like fucking eight years left to fulfill their perfect name. I mean, shit. Pretty soon they're gonna be called the the Viking Raider Experience Warriors. Warriors, yeah. <laughs> so uh, combine, all combine them, yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay. So there's speculation that the riots the riot squad was split because Liv Morgan will be on the new season of Total Divas. Um, this doesn't really say that they kind of split up, but God, I love Liv Morgan. Everybody loves Liv Morgan. No, man. Y'all love her just because of the blue tongue bullshit. No, uh, it's, it's not just that, man. We're not we're not discriminating or anything against her. No, 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 just, no. Like, she can get it though. We you know? like her on a fan base. <laughs> not totally. Yes. She she can I'll, I'll I'll say this. Liv Morgan she can get it. If it came down between three people out of the riot squad, a fuck Mary Kill, ah oh, man, I think I'd Actually, are um, fu- are little really story time. Fuck, no, Mary Kill right we, we will do that another time, but I do need to tell you guys a story. Uh, story time from Talk is War. Um, so I was at a graduation, uh, my graduation party, right? Um, my cousin, who is an indie professional wrestler, I'm not going to say his name, just, you know. Um, so we were, you know, kind of chilling, and he was like, hey, have you, uh, you remember, um, uh, uh, fucking, uh, the Riot Squad on TV. And I was like, yeah, yeah, the Riot Squad. What about them? And then he leans in and he says, guess what? Oh. And I said, oh, God. I was so scared at the moment. I was like, what? He said, I banged Ruby. No way. There's no he, fucking he way. Did, he did it. He did it. And he had proof. Uh, because he had, he had a picture of him. But, um... Apparently, uh, whenever she was on the Indies, they knew each other, and it happened. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Riot, yeah, Ruby Riot, yes, oh, it's awesome. The queen of the Riot Squad. Yes, oh. did, did you know that happened? No. Yeah, man. You never told me that. That's fucking awesome, isn't it? <laughs> that lucky bitch. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But anyway, th- I don't really think this. Intakes that, or uh, this doesn't, um, this doesn't necessarily say that the Riot Squad is split, but there, well, it's rumors going around. So shakeup happened. So I mean, I mean, shakeup happened. We're not really sure what happened with the Riot Squad, but uh, oh. just let's just keep watching Raw and SmackDown and see what happens. Uh, let's see more here. Uh, insider sources also say that there doesn't seem to be any known indication of when Sasha Banks will return to the company. So she is kind of left on a hiatus for some reason. Not exactly sure why. Um, do you? Is it because she requested her le- release and yeah, all that? Yeah, she requested her release to... She was going to quit, but then she filed for her release, and WWE literally had tried talking to her. And trying to be reasonable with her by saying, if you do come back or just, you know, stay, we'll give you a push and we'll give you a good match. It's getting so confusing, though. It really is. So, I'm just going to have to see. What? What the hell was that? 
Like oh man, that's okay. I hope I hope they're okay. We just heard screaming down the, the studio. <laughs> we we heard screaming coming down the the hallway from our studio. Let's hope no one died or anything. But um, anyway, um, that looks like about it for our rumors of today. So guys, let us know uh, what you think about the rumors. Do you guys have any rumors to you know report? Let us know. And uh, we have some events coming up, um, probably near you guys, but, um, okay, yeah, yeah, go check, go check that out, make sure, make sure they're cool. God, and what's wrong with people, but, are they okay? Okay, um, okay, sorry for the, sorry for the, uh, delay on this, guys, we, we heard screaming, so... Trying to make sure everything's cool. We're good. We're good people. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're good people. But yeah, yeah, that's a good idea though. We could do the uh, fuck Mary kill uh, a segment. <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. We good? All right, we're good. Okay. Did just idiots? No, they the ones who shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just idiots. Okay, and uh, we have some events coming up. Um, I don't really think it's near us, but... No, no, no. no n- not really near us, but probably near you guys. Uh, NXT Live is coming to the Roy Wilkins Auditorium this Sunday at 5 at the S- at St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul fans, be sure to get your tickets. And uh, NXT is also coming to the River Center in Davenport, Iowa, tomorrow at 7.30. Davenport fans, be sure to get your tickets. And that is home to the Beast Slayer. Seth Rollins, so, you know, maybe you'll have a little surprise appearance from where it all began. Hmm? 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 What? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, no, it's okay. I, I was just giving a little tease. But, anyway, um, be sure to tune in to our next show on Monday. Uh, if anything happens, just keep your ears out and keep your eyes out for any Facebook posts. So, that is it for Talk is War of today. Uh, from Alpha Z, Switchblader, and Hades. Thank you guys for joining in today. We will see you next time.